Hello, YouTube. How are you doing today? This is Jim Baker. I have a call today with a Viral from India, and he has some questions about his Amazon store and how to manage it and how to do everything. So I'm um, looking forward to speaking with him. And before we get there, please do me a favor and just give me that thumbs up and the little thing below so I can uh, get more people to see these videos and help more people. Okay, so thanks for that. And without further ado, let's go to the, let's go to the call. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too so, uh, so basically, I'm in an Amazon seller. So I sell uh, goods into Amazon FBA. Okay, that's the only business that I do uh, in the US. And uh, my questions are regarding a little bit of taxation. So, uh, let's say if I'm doing Amazon FBA, I'm not using any third-party, um, you know, fulfillment centers, and none of the employees are solely working for me. So in this case, if I have an US LLC and I'm using Amazon's warehouse as an FBA to do business of Amazon, am I supposed to pay taxes in the US? You, you're in a great situation working with Amazon that you don't really have to pay um, mm -hmm. taxes at all. You don't really have to do anything, which is awesome. So you asked me like basically... Let me let me repeat it so we can confirm it. So basically, you have an Amazon for a mm. business. You don't even use Amazon fulfillment, and you don't have any employees in the United States, correct? Right, right. Okay, so with that, you uh, and you have. Do you have an LLC, or are you just doing it from your name? I'm doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I have set up a company in the U.S. Okay. In Wyoming. Okay. And it's a sole sole uh, single member LLC. Okay, great. And I. Yeah, and I kind of have like I'm in the process of opening a bank account with the Mercury, but uh, due to COVID nineteen, uh, the embassy like my passport is in the, with the embassy. Actually, I was about to get the US visa, but I couldn't collect because of the pandemic. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's, that's the a, last step. Which is so, that's a that's yeah. a bummer. So to answer your question, it's awesome with Amazon because they do all the sales tax work for you. You don't have to do any sales tax stuff with Amazon because they collect it from the clients and send it to the state on your behalf. So that's a big benefit of selling on Amazon. And the big benefit of operating like you are with no US employees or office with the LLC, it's you don't have to pay any taxes in the US. You, I'm sure you say you've been watching my channel, so you know you have to file the form 5472 every year and you have to renew your company, but there's no taxes to pay at all for you whatsoever. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty awesome setup, right? Okay, so fifty four seventy two the form like uh, what exactly does it go into like is there any bookkeeping that we need to do in order to file that or how how does that generally work? Yes, you should be doing your bookkeeping. It's technically required to keep your books uh, up to date, and the IRS can technically request to see your books if you're a foreign owned single member LLC. I've never seen it done. I don't know how it would work, but mm -hmm. you're technically required to. But practically, it doesn't really matter because with your business, I'm sure if you, you could do a whole year's worth of books in a week if you wanted to. So right. um, that's the answer to that question. Uh, um, in terms of reporting on the 5472, it's all, it's, you only have to report transactions between yourself and the company. So that'd be what you paid to open the company, what you paid to um, close the company, anytime you receive money to or fr uh, from the company or send money to the company from yourself or your own accounts those would be reportable transactions. And then also if you have other companies doing business with this company, for example, a company in India that is buying or selling inventory from this company, then you would have to report those transactions as well. 
Okay. Okay. Fine. And what, what, what is the kind of deadline that we have for 5472 form? So for last year, the deadline is July 15th. So um, you can ask for an extension, but you know, you, it's kind of annoying because you have to paper file the extension, but yeah, July 15th. Normally July 15th. It's, it's okay. July 15th this year. Normally it's April 15th. Okay. So like, uh, this is applicable for the company, which has been incorporated, uh, before December, right? Before it, in 2019. Sorry, so what? If you, if you open the company in 2019 during the year, you would mm -hmm. technically have to file the form, um, for that year because you paid to open the company. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And generally it is April, right? Generally it's April 15th. April 15th of April. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's say if I have opened the company in 2019, but I haven't done any, any transaction to that company, then still I need to file a return, an return. So technically if you paid to open the company, then that mm -hmm. would be a reportable transaction and you would have to file. Practically speaking, I think okay. it's extremely low risk. I don't think the IRS has a, uh, a mechanism by which to um, track this stuff. But at the same time, you basically have to pay to open a company and it's explicitly listed as a reportable transaction. So if your company was open in the year before, then they might, I don't know, they might want that. But I really don't think it's, it's very little risk in not filing it. Okay. Uh, from my experience. And um, there's, there's this, there's this word, sorry, there's this weird thing that has happened. So basically I had applied for an EIN and I, I don't know how, but uh, like once I had emailed them, another one I had called um, and these people have given me two different EINs. Like I have two EINs on my same company name now. What do I do about that? Oh, that happens sometimes. Uh, you have to send a letter to the IRS. They have a special division where you kind of tell them which EIN is, is going to be inactive and which one you're going to use and say that you got two. You have to write them a letter and send them a letter and say, hey, I have two AINs. This one's active. This one's not active. And um, can't. they don't really cancel it, but they kind of inactivate it. And you just tell them. Okay. So, so is it required for me to report them or I kind of just don't report and just use one? Doesn't matter. You could probably just use one. Just don't use them both. It's going to make a mess. No, it's for you. It doesn't really, you're not paying any taxes. So it's really not going to be that much of an issue. Okay. And generally why is EIN required any which ways? Why it's, is the EIN number required? Well, technically the EIN is an employer identification number. And when you have employees, uh, this is how the company manages the payroll taxes. It's also, it's just a unique identifying number for a company so that it can pay taxes, file IRS reports, register for different payroll like systems. Like I'm sure you had to give your EIN to Amazon, right? Um, yes. And EIN I had taken because I had to open a bank account. So they don't open yeah, a bank exactly. account. Exactly. So you need it for, you definitely need it for bank accounts, for Amazon, for any official stuff. You need to have an EIN. It's the identifying number of the company. Mm -hmm. You need it for okay. everything. Yeah. Right. And you have two. And, uh, like you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, what what about the compliance otherwise like do i even like am i even applicable for the state taxes like you know the state tax that we pay on the products that we sell in each 
the sales taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's something that Amazon pays for you. Amazon's charging your clients and paying that on your behalf. So don't need to do anything on that part, right? No, no, it's the same with eBay, all the big all the big sellers. Basically, the states give these guys, these companies a really hard time because you could come on and just not charge sales tax and they would never get the money from you. But they make Amazon liable, so Amazon charges sales tax for basically everything. Okay. So uh, let's say if I'm doing Amazon FBA and I'm, you know, gradually starting to do with Etsy and eBay. So in that case also, I'm not liable for the taxes in the US, right? eBay, no. Etsy, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Etsy does it. Because I know when you sell on eBay, they charge the taxes, the state taxes for you. I don't know about Etsy. They probably don't. Uh -huh. um, the small, like if you have your own local website, like a Shopify store, maybe you can have uh -huh. a plug-in. Mm -hmm. But then, but then even then it only matters when your sales get above a certain amount, because if your sales are under a hundred thousand in the state or you have under 200 items in the state, then you're not even liable for doing it. Right. Um, in terms of the taxes, like the income tax, um, like in the U S is applicable only if I have somebody who is, uh, who's solely dependent on me, right? Like if, an, if I have an employee, well, there's a couple of different who solely couple, works for me. There's a couple of different ways. That's one of the ways. If you have an agent or an employee or someone who's in the U.S. who can make decisions, but it's basically if you're doing business in the U.S., if you're doing business physically in the U.S., or if you have effectively connected income to a U.S. business. So, uh, if you were to get royalties from Amazon, you would have to pay tax on that. Uh, and then if you had an office or employees, or if you came to the U S to do things and you have to pay taxes on that, that income as well. Gotcha. Okay. So any other compliance that I need to worry about uh, having this kind of setup? Like, huh? no, I'm trying to, and it stinks for me because I don't have enough services to sell people. Right. I'm, I'm out here and, and I just teach you guys how I do everything. And I'm just, <laughs> just running out of that, running out of, I'm not running out of clients. It's going good. So um not really it's pretty easy which is awesome for it's awesome for you guys it's really uh easy to operate with the u.s account and, and i'm sure you can attest that having a u.s bank account makes it much easier to to do business in on amazon even though you don't have your account yet right no so i do have my amazon account as of now but so i was operating from my indian company uh, but uh, now due to a lot of currency losses, because I generally pay everyone in the dollars. So, you know, it comes back to INR, then I pay back to dollars. So a lot of currency loss that I'm facing. Oh yeah. That's the reason I. It's a ton of, right, it's, a so ton that's of the reason, it's like 10% or more probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With different even fees. more than that, because even yeah. Amazon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of money there gets wasted. So that was the thing. Um, okay. So, right. I think that's, that's pretty much of it. So do you guys also file 5472 for us if you want you guys to file? Of, of course. We have the courses out and I have a little mini course. We teach you how to do it and then I'll review it. Or you can pay me to do the whole thing, which I think I'm going to be doing a lot less now that I put out, finally have my mini course finalized and out and I can send you an email with, um, you know, explaining how to do either one. Okay. So you can do it uh, for us as well. You also teach. 
how to do it by my yeah own. yeah it's 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 so, fun and once you and once you learn how to do it once is for now it's the same form every year and if you keep subscribed then you'll see if there's any changes <laughs> <laughs> okay um one last question uh, regarding the credit cards so um like do banks generally give you the credit card like since I'm a foreign, foreign person and I don't hold a proper account as of now, I just own like a, you know, virtual account. It's a Mercury account. I think it's a virtual account, right? There's different, um, there's different options, different credit cards. And, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's easier when you're here. I'm still looking, I'm, this is something I'm always mm -hmm. looking for. So I'm going to be, I'll be promoting different, different cards and different things whenever I find good ones. But uh, Amex works with non-residents sometimes. Uh, American Express mm -hmm. and then um, otherwise you have to kind of have a US tax ID to get right. one. So you have to build your credit up mm -hmm. with your US tax okay. ID and then eventually ask for one. So the credit cards can be a little tricky. Uh, if you come, for example, if you come to visit like mm -hmm. Bank of America and open an account mm -hmm. at Bank of America, they'll give you like a $500 prepaid credit card to start building your credit. So it's basically as long as you keep okay. a $500 balance in your bank, you can use the credit card. Okay. And like over a period of time, do they increase the limit of your prepaid? It's, it's, and... it's really slow, but if you have a business that's growing, that's doing well, and you've had that for a little bit, you have a little bit of credit established, then you can start asking for other cards. I have people from other countries who get um, Amexes, which um, have much higher limits. But you know, okay. it's, what's, your, what's your business doing right now? What's your, what's your monthly sales? Um, Around... On fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month sales. Cool, that's good. That's good. What are you selling? Yeah, so I'm selling all handicraft items from India. Oh, you're selling actual stuff and a from India. Bit of China as well. Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Like a lot of people. Um. So do you like do you like source the products yourself? Do you like actually go and find what you're selling and take pictures of it yourself? Mm, no, I kind of um, have a lot of suppliers. So. So I've kind of visited those cities where these things are made and I've kind of good relations. So uh, even though the person doesn't know, like uh, doesn't make himself, he knows the other people in his town who makes those kind of stuff. So he basically gets everything done and he kind of takes a top off on that. Yeah, of so course. Fine. Yeah. Okay. No, cool. I'm just curious. So I like, kind I like of that what, way. Yeah. I like seeing what people are selling. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, very, very interesting. Etsy would be good for that stuff. People like crafty stuff on Etsy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's what I was thinking about later on since, you know, let's get started with Amazon and then slightly we can like expand into other things. Yeah, it's exactly right. Awesome, so awesome. I'll, I'll send you that email right now sure. with, the, with the two options of 52.72. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And... Um, I don't know. We'll go from there. Do you have any other questions for me? Uh, no, I, I think uh, I'm pretty much done. And thanks a lot. I, I really love your channel and uh, really keep the good work doing, man. Like I really appreciate everything that you have been doing. Thanks. You are like the blessing in the disguise. We all were wondering. <laughs> we always uh, were very, very confused into, you know, these topics as in, you know, I'm getting uh, I, a lot of people just tell. Yeah. No, it's cool. Thanks for watching. It's a, it's definitely uh, been fun for me too because I'm talking to so many interesting people from all over the world. I have calls with people from countries that I've, I there's some countries I haven't even heard of, and I'm not you know I'm just a stupid American. I don't know my geography, but 
people from all over the place. Uh, and it's really cool. Uh, so I, I like it. I get a lot of it too. I get some clients and uh, hopefully it keeps growing. This, this is the industry that you guys are in is uh, only getting bigger and bigger. So thanks for uh, sharing my stuff and uh, for watching the channel. Okay. Awesome, so, man. Awesome. So I'll really send you that. appreciate talking to you and thanks a lot. No, thank you for your time. And, and uh, I'll definitely send you that um, that email right now. Okay, so that call went really well. Virao was a nice guy, and I'm glad I'm glad to meet, meet more people watching the channel. And he's just like uh, most of you people out there who are selling on Amazon, selling on eBay, selling digital products from your country, not paying any taxes to the U.S., and using all the benefits of the U.S. LLC and the U.S. banking system. That's why that's the whole point. That's why we're here. So uh, if you got a lot out of this video, um, please give me that thumbs up, and don't forget to subscribe if you want to see more. And if you want to have a call with me yourself you can schedule one in the description below. I have less time slots available than I usually do because I'm very busy right now. So uh, get there really quick. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting for two weeks to talk to me. So um, again, thanks for watching. I hope to speak with you guys soon. And uh, until the next video.